heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. It is fascinating, the art of fasting. And as I have shared with you in previous episodes, my friends, it's uh, uh, something that, you know, it's funny, it's ironic. Uh, my wife had it right all along here because she was doing the fashion thing far before I realized how effective it could be. Now, uh, now let me be clear. It's very hard for a guy to admit that, that, you know, your, your, your wife had it right and you had it wrong. But hey, it's the out loud truth. So I've got to put it out there uh, for y'all. So, well, this is episode seven today and uh, taking back control of your life. It's been just tremendous. Uh, the information flow, uh, the and the things you learn from here, it's incredible. Uh, it's been truly, truly effective. We hear your responses. We'll, we'll answer many of your questions today as well. But so let me tell you, the fasting thing has been very, very unique. And even as I talk to you right now, I'm in fasting mode right now, in fact. So I haven't had anything since uh, yesterday uh, after dinner time. And uh, so I've gone probably about, oh, probably about 20 hours without anything and no food, no calories at all. In fact, I'm just having some black coffee right now, which is kind of how I like my coffee anyways. So it's it's not a stretch for me. Uh, I like to taste the coffee. And um, so I'm just having that to, to keep myself percolated here, if you will. And uh, But that's kind of what it is. And now tonight, I look forward to a nice dinner, actually, afterward. And uh, so that's kind of how I do it mentally, this fashion thing. And what I find is the benefits, you feel it in your body. Is That's just me speaking. Uh, but I feel it. And you, you're, there's something about it. You feel energized. And uh, actually looking forward to having this next uh, a bite to eat. So anyways, uh, welcome in here uh, to the voice of a nation, in fact, uh, and uh, taking back control of your life. Excited to have you here. And let's bring on here uh, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. H. And uh, so you hear me talk about uh, Dr. H, the faster. And that's kind of how I would describe it. Uh, you know, I said to you early on in the broadcast, there's there's two roads or two paths, I, I truly believe. There is um, those who uh, live to eat and those who eat to live. And you said to me early on, which I haven't got back to holding you to the fire on this yet, but you tried to explain to me you were a foodie. And of course, mm -hmm. I kind of razzed you on that. And I said, well, I hadn't been convinced yet. But now I'm kind of seeing, like, if you really treat food special and you don't, mm -hmm. like, fill your face all the time, it does kind of become a little special, doesn't it? One million percent, right? And and this is where it's like, if I'm going to be a snob anywhere, you know, Malcolm, it's going to be with what goes into my body, right? It's going to be with the foods that I eat. They got to be delicious. They got to be nutritious. They can't have the chemicals and the pesticides and all that stuff on them. And most importantly, I want to make sure I've earned that food because that's when it's going to taste the best. I love what you say there, man. I love it. I mean, if we don't take care of ourselves, what are we doing here? I mean, we're going to put any <laughs> really, though. Come on. I mean, and, and, and you know, the other thing I've learned, Henry, is uh, for me personally, and you can speak about this a minute, is you have to listen to your body. You have mm -hmm. to listen to it. 
And your body will talk to you, I find. And you've got to pay attention. Like this past week, when I pushed it on a couple of few different days, mm-hmm. I recognized that. And I said to myself at night, I said, okay, now I've got to chill. And I've got to, I've got to not, you know, I, I've got to take a little an extra hour or so in the morning. And I need to just chill. I need to sleep. I need to get the rest. That's mm-hmm. important. You said that to me in the first episode we had of this thing. Right. It's the it's the foundation. Right. I mean, we we this is what we've been talking about. We had originally said in the earlier episodes, there were four things, but I said, really, there there are five. And we're going to talk about that fifth one today. You know, we start with purification when we wake up, we get into moving our bodies, something that you do. Fantastic. Malcolm, you've been advocating for this ever since I met you. Um, And then it's important for us to be hungry. You know, it's to be to be hungry before we start putting calories in our body and nourishing our body. That's number four, nourishment. And then number five is rest. And if we're doing these five things every single day and we're really, you know, giving our body that love and that attention, what, what ends up happening is our body gives us that love back, you know, and it gives us that love back in, in how we feel. One of the biggest atrocities going on right now is that people are being conditioned to believe that everyone from the time they are little children all the way until they die, uh, hopefully decades from from birth, is supposed to be sick. You know, you see it in everything. Like kids can't just exist. They have to have at least allergies or something to going on with ear infections or eczema or now you know, myocarditis, right? Because that was so underdiagnosed prior to the, the COVID shots. They're, they're training people, conditioning people to be lifetime hypochondriacs and lifetime um, in a lifetime of really in a disease state. And you don't have to exist like that. And that's what we're advocating for by just giving your body some, some basic, simple, common sense love uh, that, uh, that we've been proposing here. Yeah, there's so much to this. It's eye-opening and really, really, truly eye-opening. When we treat uh, our health in the way that it needs to be treated, um, and really our bodies are temples. I mean, we need to treat it in the highest order, right? Exactly. And this is, I mean, this is coming from scripture. This is coming from everything we've been taught by our grandparents when we were younger. I mean, this is really the last, I'd say, 30 years 40 years is this is the generation that is being shifted into something else. And we see it all over our country and it's, it's poor mental health. It's poor physical health. We cannot, there's two things, Malcolm, we, we really have to purge in terms of our celebration. The first is that when people are grossly overweight, that that's beautiful. That is not beautiful. That is physically diseased. And we have to make sure we don't celebrate that to make sure that, you know, we're saying to people we're we're basically um, allowing them to be victims in their own bodies. You know, you're, they're literally eating themselves to death. The second thing is the mental health issues that often go with that, you know, where people are, where we're celebrating people for believing that they're cats, you know, celebrating people for believing they're a different sexual or sex than, than they really are. I mean, this is, this is ridiculous. And, and, and we have to get into the back into the mental state and the Mac and the health state of health is health. Two plus two is four. You know, um, people who have good hearts show themselves, people who don't show themselves in their actions. And I think what we start talking about is our, where are some of our reset buttons? Let's say we're not dealing with a, a, a shot injury or a long COVID. Where are some of our reset buttons? You know, how can, when we all inevitably get off track a little bit, how can we put ourselves back on track so we know we're not walking down insanity lane? Well, 
fasting, Malcolm does that for me. Let me, let me tell the audience a little story here. When I first got into fasting, it was way back in 2000, right? And I, I was suffering from, um, I was choosing to suffer from um, a very difficult breakup, you know, and it, and it took a severe toll on my, on my health, uh, Malcolm. And, you know, I fortunately had some teachers who were teaching me about eating healthy things we've shared with the audience in previous episodes and in producing energy and supplementation and herbs, and then even into cleansing. And then, so I took the last step and I started doing, I did my first fast. I remember there were people talking about fasting. Uh, some of my teachers, uh, one of my teachers at the time, Justice Sandwell was talking about, he was going through a fast and, you know, it sounded like something that was so impossible. I'm going to tell you straight up, like the first time I heard of someone doing a fast, I was like, I don't think I can go without food, you know? Um, but what you find is that when you take the, have the curiosity and the courage to explore fasting, like you were alluding to, not only do you feel better physically, all right, and that is undeniable, okay, but you also develop some resilience, um, you know, some, in, you reconnect with the intestinal fortitude that lives within you anyway, because it does take discipline to go, and especially if you're doing clinical fasting, multiple days without eating to have that discipline and let your body um, feel some of the uncomfortableness, the inconvenience of living, but also then get the benefit of that. Because when you are hungry, and this is the key for everyone, when you're hungry, your body is healing. All mm, right. We're not, we're not, we're not talking about starvation, Malcolm, right? And this is where people will go extreme with it. I'm not talking about starvation. What I'm talking about is your body has a definitive need to be hungry every day. And that when you give it a prolonged period of being hungry, something happens at the cellular level where it engages an innate healing mechanism called autophagocytosis. And when autophagocytosis is engaged, your body is also doing something phenomenal as well, Malcolm. It's healing the DNA. And we have definitive proof of this in peer-reviewed literature and when I look at this process, Malcolm, what blows me away about this process, autophagocytosis and DNA repair in the cell, is when I look at it, it cannot be explained. And what I mean by that is that it cannot be explained, therefore the process is divine. Mm -hmm. We have found where God exists within every nucleated human cell, and it's in the processes of autophagocytosis and DNA repair. But the only way to access those, well, I shouldn't say the only way, the major way to access those is through fasting, okay. right? And that's really what it comes down to. Oh, yeah, autophagocytosis, autophagocytosis. That's, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Autophagos. Say it with me. Let's have some fun. We'll do a little Sesame Street right here, all right? Auto. Auto. Fago. Fago. Cytosis. Cytosis. Autophagocytosis. What I said, brother. That's right what you said. <laughs> you know, what's so cool about that, years ago, Malcolm, I was I was in a class and I was talking about something. I forget I might have been talking about oxidative phosphorylation or something like that. Yeah. And I just saw all of my students' eyes go blank. And I was like, okay, let's stop. What's the problem? You know, and they said, Well, you know, they were having trouble pronouncing the word. And it was interesting because the difficulties pronouncing the word dropped their confidence and they couldn't even get into the mm -hmm. lesson, which was understanding what the word meant. 
So once we get over some of these basic fears, like, okay, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right or not. Once we get over that, it's amazing how the, mm. the intellect kicks on at that point and the confidence goes up. All right. All right. So let me ask you a big question on the fashion. So right now I'm doing the 16, eight, 16, eight, 16, eight, pretty, pretty successfully. Uh, on the weekend, I'll take one of those days and I will uh, usually on the weekend and I'll have um, breakfast, in other words, in the morning, which I normally don't have many, many of the other days, as opposed to what grandma used to tell us, which was to eat all the time in the morning. Right, uh, right. So, but, you know, so I, I change it up a little bit there, which is which is good. I mean, that's it's something I, I do and um, I chill a little bit, you know, don't mm-hmm. let be such a, a chore, in other words. So why do I want to have longer fasting now? Why why a multi-day? Uh, what, what are the benefits and how long do we go and why should we do it and how do we do it? Uh, well, you know, awesome questions. You know, um, first and foremost, you know, we have two major styles of fasting, right? The, the traditional style of fasting is something that we've termed clinical fasting now, and it's really on the heels of the work that uh, Dr. Walter Longo at the University of Southern California has been producing. He's he's the guy, uh, there's an excellent documentary out there called The Science of Fasting, wonderful documentary to watch for anybody who's really interested in this topic. It'll help dial you in really quickly. Um, but he's the doctor at University of Southern California that's proven that fasting is as least as good in terms of dealing with cancer as uh, chemotherapeutic drugs. Wow, wow. Right? at least as good, right? Mm. So um, so he's done some phenomenal research. You can go to his uh, site, the Walter Longo Foundation. We'll make sure we put a link in there. Mm. But there is so much information put together and, and he's not alone at all. I mean, we have Nobel Prize laureates who have studied fasting and autophagocytosis and won Nobel Prizes for it. So what, what, we're, un- what we're learning is that autophagocytosis, what's, what's happening within the cell, Malcolm, when you are hungry, is that there are little fat bubbles um, that start surrounding things that need to be broken down within the cell. So let's say that there's um, some things, some organelles um, in the cell that have been damaged. There's some debris in there. These little fat bubbles, these autophagosomes will encapsulate the, um, the stuff that shouldn't be there. And then it will merge with another organelle called a lysosome. Now, a lysosome is the stomach of the cell. It's going to have stomach acids in it. So it's going to have basically acidic and enzymes and things like that in, in its bubble. But so imagine this, you have two bubbles. One bubble is an autophagosome and it's, it's just, it's collected a bunch of debris in the cell. And then you have this other bubble over here that has a bunch of digestive enzymes in it. And those bubbles come together and merge. And now the digestive enzymes break down the debris so that the debris can be recycled or pooped out of the cell, right? And that's what, what's happening when we're hungry. The cell is going into an advanced state of healing. Now, what can that debris be that shouldn't be there? Well, it can be mRNA sequences. Um, well, it can be proteins like spike protein that shouldn't be in there. Um, when a person's been genetically modified and their body starts producing the spike protein, mm-hmm. um, it can be um, prolonged infections, SARS-CoV-2, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It can be all of these things and it can be just basic wear and tear on the cell. You know, um, Think of autophagocytosis as a opportunity to completely renovate 
if you will, the cell, for the cell to go into its most advanced state of healing. So um, with that in mind, we have two styles of fasting, intermittent fasting that we've talked about ad nauseum you know, uh, before and something you're practicing, something I'm practicing, something that is a great daily thing of saying, hey, I'm going to make sure I'm hungry before I eat tomorrow, right? I'm going to make sure that I've I've exhausted all my calories from the day before and I've given my body a chance to get into the early stages. And this is the key about intermittent fasting. You're only getting into the early stages of autophagocytosis. You're not getting into the peak um, activation of autophagocytosis when you're intermittent fasting. Does that make sense, Malcolm? Yes, it does. Okay. I like it. So the question becomes, how do we get into the peak cycles of autophagocytosis. Mm -hmm. Well, for that, that's where DNA repair is going to be occurring. And for that, we need to have prolonged fasting periods, what I'm terming clinical fasting. So we can differentiate intermittent fasting from clinical fasting. Okay. Clinical fasting um, is typically 72 hours of uh, water fasting only. Um, herbal teas are fine as long as there's no sweetener, but we have no calories going into the body for essentially three consecutive days. Now, clinical fasting periods can be longer than 72 hours. They can be five days. They can be seven days. It can be longer than that as well. And what happens is when you get to about day two of a clinical fast, mm -hmm. it starts being very uncomfortable. It starts being very uncomfortable because your body has exhausted all of the glucose. Your body has exhausted all of its backup reserve of glucose called glycogen. And now what your body is doing is manufacturing what are called ketone bodies for um, energy production. So that shift into um, the development of ketone bodies and what is called ketosis is um, can lead to like some stomach pains, some stomach cramps, you know, we, what we used to call miss meal cramps, you know, when we were kids and stuff like that, right? Um, but it's that shift now that you're into ketosis. When you shift into ketosis around the two-day mark of no calories, what's happening is that now autophagocytosis within the cell is beginning to peak as well. And when autophagocytosis peaks, that's when you get the greatest DNA repair. So is there a lot, for instance, Malcolm, let's say you're, we're doing intermittent fasting, me and you today, right? Mm -hmm. We're doing intermittent fasting. We haven't eaten yet. For you, it's been 20 hours. For me, it's been about 14 hours right now, maybe 15 hours right now, I'm starting to get a little hungry. Okay. That's telling me that autophagocytosis is beginning in my cells. So I am getting some autophagocytosis, but what isn't happening really is DNA repair. DNA repair isn't really going to go on that much. It's always, ha it's going to happen a little in, in, you know, when we're hungry, but not a lot. It's not going to get into its full, ef most effective, most efficient um, um, activation that it can be until we get into peak autophagocytosis. So that's where the clinical fasting would come in. And it's something um, I, I was doing every month. I was doing three day, a three day fast every month hmm. for a couple years. Um, and it really helped me deal with some inner ear, uh, vertigo symptoms. And I uh, was concerned that I might have a little tumor or something developing in my ear canal, but my balance and my gait was really, really off for a while. Um, so what I started doing, uh, and this was, I think around 2014, I was like, well, I, I don't know how to deal with this. So I'm going to just let my body deal with it. 
So what I did was every month I did a three-day water fast, water only. And I did this for, um, I did this for like, I think about 12 to 14 months. And uh, by about the eighth or ninth month, it was completely resolved. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the body completely resolved it. No more vertigo, no more uh, sense of, you know, something's going on in my head that's not right. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, so I continued it on and kept exploring and playing with it um, for a few more months. And of course I was doing intermittent fasting, you know, as well on the days that I wasn't doing clinical fasting. And what ended up happening was I got into such a a really wonderful state of health that I was like, well, the intermittent fasting is going to stay on. Um, but now what we do is, um, I do, um, I fast pretty much about seven or eight times a year now. Um, so I don't necessarily do every month. Um, but that's because it's just not really necessary at this point because of how I'm taking care of my health you know, with the other things we've taught okay. in previous episodes. Okay. But, but a seven, eight times a year, you'll do the three day then. Yeah. Three day or, you know, like a, in a couple, let's see a month and a half ago, two months ago, I did a um, seven day fast and recorded it. So we're going to put out a course on that the art of fasting. I mean, we, we want to get out to people is, is the simple concept. Hunger is healing. So if you start at intermittent fasting, fantastic, right? 16 hours, minimum, you know, um, every day, no calories, right? That's great. What we don't want to have happen, Malcolm, is we don't want people to think that that's going to be enough if they're dealing with a genetic modification. For instance, if you're dealing with a genetic modification, we're going to have to prepare the body for a longer fasting period. Can you start with intermittent fasting? And should you start with intermittent fasting and, and things like that and putting nutrients in your body, the stuff we talked about previously? Absolutely. But what we want to build to is a point where a person, where we've helped a a person develop energy, ATP, then we've gotten them into cleansing and really cleaning the cells out, cleaning the body out, giving them a good 28 day detoxification. And then what we want to do is that sets the stage now for fasting. So what we do at the school is we teach people one, how to eat healthy. Then we teach people how to, um, how to, you know, detoxify their cells. And what that does is it sets them up to have an incredible fast. So when they're fasting, their body is going into an even more advanced state of healing um, and getting more easily into DNA repair. Okay. All right. So when, you know, back to the healthcare industry, a lot of people uh, struggling with a problem they may be having, you expressed moments ago, cancer. Uh, or it could be this genetic problem we're having right now with the with the vaccines, uh, or it could be just long COVID. I mean, uh, as well. And you know, none of these answers you're going to find at the doctors. They're not going to give you any of this information clearly, because we're really not a healthcare system, but a sick care system. And they tend to go the other way and give you drugs and meds and other things that are not going to do any of the things you're discussing now. So. When people talk about a natural approach to things, I think that's really the emphasis here, I guess, is that your body is designed to self-heal, I guess, is what you're saying, Henry. Is that uh, appropriate to say that? This is why we say God lives in every cell. Your your body is designed, divinely designed Mm -hmm. to heal. We just have to allow it. We have to let it do what it's designed to do. See, the the thing about all this, Malcolm, is you you have to understand what's happening at the cellular level, right? At the cell level, we have basically seven things that the uh, cells are going to do, but the cells really like to do them one at a time. Cells don't really like to get into 
um, you know, really don't like to get into, you know, doing more than one thing at a time. Um, the first thing the cell is going to do is the cell is going to metabolize. So it's going to absorb nutrients and it's going to start this metabolic process, right? It's going to get into nutrient absorption. That's what the cell is looking for. It's going to use those nutrients in the second stage to build energy production because energy production allows for the cell to start producing enzymes, enzymes to, for additional metabolism, enzymes to make proteins and, and fats and enzymes to detoxify. So when you start looking at that, that's five things, nutrient absorption, energy production, and then three different, um, three different processes for enzymes, right? But then there's this sixth thing that the cell really wants to do. And the sixth thing that the cell really wants to do is called autophagocytosis. The cell actually wants to not have to process any foods, not have to process and, and, mm. and, and uh, deal with any enzyme production. The cell wants to just heal itself up. And that's what autophagocytosis is. And the reason the cell does that, Malcolm, is because when the cell can heal itself up using autophagocytosis every day, mm -hmm. it now creates the healthiest version of that cell for cell replication. As but opposed to consistently giving it food, giving it food, giving it food, uh, it never has a chance to be in that state. 1000%. You got it. You're right over target. And what happens is the cell will still replicate. But what it's replicating is a weaker version of itself every time. So yeah. that's where we start to get into disease processes, errors in the during the replication process, because that's when the cell is most vulnerable. And, and it's, it really harkens back to a simple ideal. Hunger is healing. We need to be hungry every day because it gives the cells an opportunity to replicate the healthiest version of themselves as they replicate. Right. It makes so much sense because the... Uh... Our cells age as we do, but they you constantly the new generation of new cells is so vital and so important. And having those cells be what they can be uh, requires this process you're speaking about. So I'm thinking about all of the people on the communications who are truly struggling with uh, these vaccine injuries. As you know, you're you're seeing it there, Henry. They're um, mm -hmm. A massive amount of people are just wondering, how do I get this out of my body? How do I get up over this thing? Uh, how do I get the mRNA, uh, you know, gone forever? Uh, there, that's a lot of questions. And then a lot of the uh, the ramifications for the, uh, I'll call it the residue of problems from long COVID, from COVID itself mm -hmm. that become long mm -hmm. COVID uh, because your body hasn't really genuinely healed I, um, it sounds to me like if there's a lot of things you could do, this is probably going to be near the top of the list, I would imagine, of the fact if your cells can do this and flush this out of your body. Because you described a little while ago the, the negative part of those cells, and that's, that's what gets washed out of the body. So this process of uh, fasting brings this to the surface, I guess? Is that what we're right. saying? Yeah, yeah, I think you're. I think you, you you're getting it. I mean, this is when we're fasting, when we're when we're hungry, we know we're going into a fasting state, and we know that the cell is starting to enter into autophagocytosis. In order for us to get into the the level that where a person is genetically modified and they have to and and they want to get that modification out, they have to get into a, a more a deeper sense of autophagocytosis where DNA repair can happen because there's really two mechanisms that the, um, the DNA will take in order to cleave out, to cut out 
the um, G, the genetically modified sequences. See, my suspicion is that's why they are so adamant about boosters, is that they have to constantly attempt to re-injure the DNA. That's what these shots are, are doing, especially in people who have uh, MTHFR disorder. So, so um, when we're looking at DNA, Malcolm, um, when DNA is going to be in a very protected state when it is methylated. When it is not methylated, it is in a very vulnerable state, but that's an important part of the process because that's where the DNA will repair itself. That's also where the DNA will make copies of itself um, and, and so forth. So the, the DNA, our DNA will go into protected states and then into vulnerable states, but it's methylation that really protects it. So if we are having a difficult time methylating, and a person has MTHFR disorder, they're having a difficult time methylating, it means that their DNA is, is likely remaining in a vulnerable state, all right? So that means that those people are more prone to being genetically modified. Everybody that got the shot isn't genetically modified, okay? Um, but the people who are MTHFR disorder, who have a difficult time methylating, are likely the ones that have had the most severe injuries. And that's what we've confirmed so far in the patients that we've worked with is that, because people are asking, well, why did some people, why did it happen to some people and not happen to others, the injuries, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there's, there's, a, there's multiple reasons. Some of it, it has to do with the terrible uh, quality control for the manufacturing pra uh, practices. Some of it has to do with terrible handling procedures, um, especially uh, during refrigeration and things like that. Some of it has to do with just user error in terms of how much was uh, was injected into a person. Um, but also then some of it has to do with this next phase is a person maybe was MTHFR disorder and didn't know it. Their DNA was more vulnerable to being genetically modified. And you have this, M this mRNA sequence that gets into the cell, reverse transcribes and now into DNA and now uploads into their um into their genome and becomes a part of them. Well, if they're hungry, um, their body is going to start working to cut that sequence out um, and, and use one of two mechanisms to do it. One is called nucleotide excision repair and the other is called base excision repair. But the question becomes, when are those processes, those DNA healing repairing processes taking place? And for what we are seeing clinically and what the literature suggests is that those are taking place um, during prolonged periods of fasting, when um, there's a specific segment of the cell cycle called interphase. And in that, um, this is getting a little bit deep, but in that interphase, there's a, a portion of that is called G1. Mm -hmm. G1 of interphase is where uh, DNA repair predominantly takes place. Mm -hmm. So guess what extends G1 um, of interphase? Um, fasting. That's mm -hmm. the, it slows the entire cell cycle down. So there's more time for autophagocytosis to heal what's outside of the nucleus, but for the, what the DNA inside of the nucleus to also go into a state of repair. Okay. All right. Um, I think I mentioned to you, uh, might've been around episode two or so, uh, as I recall, uh, that, uh, oh, a couple of years back, I believe I did a three day fast, the 72 hour thing you're talking about. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, it definitely, it, you definitely got to pull down. This separates the men from the boys, let's say. Uh, you definitely got to pull down a little bit more when you get into that 60-hour bracket there. 
and you want to punch somebody in the face, you know, uh, so, <laughs> as I recall. Uh, but uh, so what I'm wondering is uh, I did make it that particular time. I completed the 72 hours. It was with great um, uh, uh, exuberation that I was able to um, complete that process. And I remember it very vividly uh, that, but it, it definitely, the first time you do it, it takes a little bit, uh, I mean, you really have to be driven your mind and be committed to that end of that three-day cycle. So specifically, what uh, what steps can we tell people? Because the benefits of it are pretty clear. If you did this once a month, as you say, when you really need it, or at least, you know, six, seven, eight times a year mm-hmm. when you're in more, you know, uh, got it all together, uh, what are the psychology things we tell ourselves? What's the psych uh, for doing this that you can, you know, that pushes you to the threshold of being able to accomplish this 72 hour deal? How do, what, what do we tell people? What's the deal? Well, you know, Malcolm, I, I, I think the thing I do to psych myself up for it mm-hmm. is several fold. Um, number one is food is going to taste amazing mm-hmm. when you break your fast. Yeah. Right. So I remember like, that. I remember that. <laughs> right. So, so, so when I get into, um, yeah. when I, when I get into periods where food just isn't tasting as good as it yeah. used to, or, or I think it's supposed to, yeah. that's my body kind of telling me it's time to fast. Wow. You know, so it's like, okay, you know, um, we have to kind of really listen in there. The, the other thing is Malcolm, while you have to move a lot slower, when you're doing a clinical fast, and of course, day two should always be, you know, you're not, don't plan on going anywhere. Just be where you're going to be. Um, I get a lot done. Like I can get so much work done. I am so ridiculously productive. I'm already a pretty hyperproductive human being. Mm-hmm. But when I'm fasting, I get incredible amounts of work done because it's amazing malcolm how long the day really is when food isn't involved well i'm thinking about that (laughs) even before you said it i was thinking about that actually like uh, i'm thinking about uh, as you're listening friends like so for instance you know if you have to take a longer drive or you have to you know uh do some other activity that really needs to be focused it's probably the perfect time to fast actually you know well, I, I think it is. The, the only thing we would say is like, we do not advocate for anybody using, you know, heavy machinery or things that could kill them while oh, they're God, fasting. No. No, you know, no. you know, like I can tell you, I've made some mistakes. Like I uh, went and started breaking up concrete during day two of a fast one day. I'll never do that again. Man, you are uh, an animal, I'll tell you. you yeah, it was, a- <laughs> well, s- sometimes I'm a dumb animal though, Malcolm. <laughs> so, you know, you make some mistakes and, and you learn, right? Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things that we do at the school, we have a whole certification program on this uh, the detoxification and fasting. So we actually do it as a, a in groups. And that can make it really, really helpful as well when you're fasting with someone. You know, the, it's really hard to be fasting with somebody in your house who can cook really well and when they're not yeah. fasting. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, <laughs> that would qualify. My wife is a fabulous cook. I, I don't know too much about the kitchen myself, uh, but not that I don't want to, but I just uh, don't. Um, we all have our thing in life, don't we? You know, kind of thing, you know. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, so, uh, all right. So to put this in final conclusion, we got a lot of questions. we got to take a pause in a moment here. But let me just ask you, um, uh, within the whole fasting thing then, now we're psyched up. We've got the three-day thing. Uh, we tell ourselves we can do it. We then commit to the process. No calories. Again, the whole idea of fasting is no calories. So you mentioned herbal teas, but also black coffee qualifies, correct? 
black coffee is technically an herb, you know, the coffee beans. So it's the key is that there's no calories. There's no calories in any herbs. So you're fine. As soon as you put a sweetener in, you've turned off. Yeah, well, I don't do sweeteners anyways, but you can't use a cream either, which is fine Correct. by me because I like black coffee, actually. So in fact, I, I said I'm in fashion. I just had some coming on with you. And uh, but there's no calories in black coffee, correct? Right. Correct. All right. All right. So, but that's a, that's good there. And uh, then it's just like you say, you visualize, and, and actually, even what I'm doing right now, I'm visualizing having dinner tonight with my wife, and I'm thinking about a fabulous piece of salmon. Uh, mm-hmm. I love salads. I love all that kind of thing. But I also love fish and salmon. You know, that kind of, so I'm actually looking forward to that. How wonderful that's going to taste. You know, right. Absolutely. See, and that's the thing. When you're fasting and you are practicing as a lifestyle hunger that's built into those five things that we do every day, yeah. what happens is now food, the thought of it starts to make your mouth water. Exactly. That's, that's but, but I how have you to know. share with you as well. And full disclosure, I'm going to have a martini with that too, brother. Well, you know what? High five to you, my friend. You're supposed to have some indulgences too. <laughs> I got, got, that's it. I got to admit in full disclosure to you, you know? So in any event, yeah. All right. One of the other things, let me just share with listeners. And then Henry, I'd like your uh, perspective on as well. Uh, there's a couple of other things I've been taking uh, and I, I don't want to go too deep in it, but I will touch on it very briefly um, and because we're in this topic of this uh, repairing uh, DNA repair and cells, and I just love this kind of conversation because, you know, I did a broadcast about, oh, five, five and a half years ago, I shared with you, Henry, before, and I had the uh, CEO of Healthy Cell on, and I had the uh, the, the dad, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, who's a Nobel Prize nominee, uh, who developed this product. And and I remember really getting engaged with the health. I learned so much from them. And that's what I attribute a lot of this uh, conversation to, because, uh, you know, the health of our cells is so important. And uh, this, our cells age as we age. And if we don't regenerate those healthy cells, we're sort of screwed. And, and it's going to show up in our wear and tear, just like it will on a tire on a car, a retread. You know what I mean, Henry? Right? Mm-hmm. 100%. I, mean, I would look at it. Yeah. There's a couple of other interesting products. I just point out real quickly that I've been taking. Uh, I, t- I just took it last night. I take it all the time. And that is the AC11. And the AC11 is, is a, it's a patented uh, bioactive extract of uh, Unicaria uh, tomentosa from the Amazon rainforest. Now that, that may probably mean something to you, Henry, but it supports cell <laughs> DNA repair and health span. That makes sense, right? It, it makes total sense. And they actually have another formulation, Healthy Cell does, um, called um, Telomere, let me yeah, get this right. That's the telomere, other one. telomere length, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at it right now. And they I take that the one as well. Tell folks about that one, yeah. Well, what's really interesting is in the design of this, um, what uh, what the folks at Healthy Cell have done is they've put together a brilliant formula. You have vitamin B6, which is going to be pyridoxine. That's going to help acetylate the DNA to open it up so that it can repair. full. And then they are giving folate and vitamin B12 in the correct form so that there's some methyl groups so that the DNA can then, re- can after it fixes itself, can start to protect itself. But then they have some great stuff in here, you know, everything from the AC11 that you were talking to, to astragalus root and milk thistle and Korean Mm. ginseng and resveratrol, all things that can help assist the production of energy at the mitochondrial level if we have the building blocks, the B-complex in there already. 
I am so excited. I, I can't tell you how much and all these programs to hear you talk the way you're talking uh, and that we now have this uh, connection of what you're speaking about because the telomere length, I take that as well. Uh, and it just supports the length of the telomeres with bioactive phytonutrients that help maintain these levels that are so important in the cellular DNA that we're speaking about here. It boosts mm -hmm. the, the nitric oxide, uh, right? All the things that are viably important. So, but this is like added benefit, Henry. This is, I, I consider this like if you really care about yourself and you want to look good, like when you're, you know, so when you are 70 or 75 and you look like you're 55, God, that's a hell of a compliment, isn't it, guy? Huh? It's, 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 and it shows because of work, right? We, we are, we always pay for the sins of our youth unless we have started to address some of those sins. So like when you look at a, a formulation like this, Malcolm, yeah. you know, you go, this is, this is spot on. It looks like it was brilliantly mm. designed yeah. and, and, but you understand what do we have to do? It's not just the nutrients that get the work done, right? It's not just, I can put this stuff in my body and treat my yeah. body like crap. Yeah. You still have to go through those five things. You still have to get into hunger and rest, yeah. especially yeah. those two yeah. are key for DNA right. repair as well. All right. So uh, here's what's cool, my friends, all of you out there now. I, what we just talked about was just all spontaneous. I call it spontaneous combustion. OK, uh, Henry and I had not talked about any of this. Right. Henry, prior to this talk here. I mean, right. I mean, we correct. About anything. Yeah. 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 I, I just know I take these. I know what I know what they do. Uh, and I know I like them. And in fact, I've got my wife taking them as well because she's got to look good as well. I mean, listen, I want to be with somebody who looks young. I want to be with some old bitty. Um, Henry, I got, hey, <laughs> sorry, bud. <laughs> Put it out there, man. So, hey, man. Uh, I said, told her the other day, I got to keep chasing her around the table. You know what I mean? Come on. She is. I'm glad. She, I hope she listens to this because oh, you're, you're going to have some fun conversations. Oh, I'll tell you what, man. For sure. For sure. She laughs all the time. Laughs with me and at me both. How's that? Amen. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, anyways, these are products that I, I do take and I do, and I think they fit nicely into this. And I hadn't had a chance to talk to you about them before, friends. So, I, I talk about this all in a very spontaneous mode and the AC 11 and the telomere length. Uh, and to hear um, Dr. Reilly talk about the brilliance of the composition of these uh, was an extra treat for me. Uh, I say that to you in full disclosure um, because it's true. And I just am pleased and thrilled to hear him say that because I've never talked to him about those products before. And it was just wonderful to do that right here. Um, again, this is why I believe in the products. It's why I've been doing this. And it's why I, when I had them on about five, five and a half years ago into my program, that's uh, why I contacted Healthy Cell. Like, you know, you people are pretty cool. I need to do something with you, man, because I love cool people. And the benefit of our lives and what it takes, I said, oh, man. You know, I, I kind of, you know, I said to them, you know, I'd love to be your spokesman or be somebody because I just dig this product. And I just found them to be some of the coolest people. Uh, stay right there. We'll join you just on the other side. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Listen to Malcolm, the voice of a nation, on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, 
D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulvidone iodine-based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20%. By using promo code OUTLOUD. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. Okay, we join you back here, friends. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. Uh, pleasure to be with you. Privilege. It's always my privilege to be able to do this. It's one of the joys of life uh, that I get to. You know, I always knew all my life that somewhere I was going to get into being like on the, uh, just a magic carpet ride, the high of a lifetime. And I knew this as a young kid and I, you know what? I'm here, I'm here. I spent 20, 25 years in corporate boardrooms, um, had a great career in the advertising market and PR world, but it wasn't fulfilling. And now I was able to get to a point in my life that uh, it, it was gonna be a bigger mission, something huge. And this is it right here. I could not be more joyous in the moment to be able to do what I do. And that's the beauty I wish for everybody in life is to do what we really wanna do in life. If you do that, you'll never have to work another day in your life. And that's how I look at me. I mean, I do this every day, 24 hours a day, around the clock, more or less. And But it is a product of life. I never really look at it as work. It's something I just salviate. Uh, sometimes I drool all over myself too, but that's kind of it. And uh, enjoy the moment for what we're doing here. Uh, Taking Back Control of Your Life, Episode 7. Uh, this was a course we put together in September and October. We just let it rip. I was so comfortable with that, doing this with Dr. H. And uh, and I will tease you up right now. We're talking about doing a, a couple of bonus programs on this now because we're in the heat of it. And I've got some other things I want to do and accomplish with Dr. H in the series. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about more of that as well. All right. In between all the art of fasting and what we're talking about, I want to get to your questions right now and not dribble the ball too much more here so we can uh, make some ground here. Um, all right. So, Dr. H, let's jump into some things here. And um, this one here is from Ricky. Uh, Ricky says, so thankful to, to Dr. Ely for all of the helpful information that I'm learning from this amazing series. I love to hear those words, amazing series. 
uh, due to the information that I've received over the past couple of years from many of the physicians that our government and media was unable to censor. Uh, I love this, you know, speaking of Dr. McCullough, Dr. Cole, Dr. Ely, you know, sadly, I have no confidence in the FDA, CDC, media, and even my local physicians and mm -hmm. hospitals. Wow, Ricky, take a seat at the table here, please. Mm -hmm. I am a 63-year-old woman. Uh, well, you're just in, in midlife here then, obviously. And uh, a 63-year-old woman that has been having issues with hypertension for the past few years. My physician has prescribed different medications. What did I say earlier? That's what they always do. One of which seems to keep my blood pressure under control, but I am not happy with the side effects it causes. Mm. My question is if, if these steps that Dr. Ely is suggesting, fasting, changing diets, et cetera, et cetera, lower blood, lower blood pressure and how should I go about locating a physician in the Houston area that could focus on treatment that does not involve medication? God bless you there, Ricky. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. What do you say to Ricky? Oh, well, well first of all, yes, we've seen clinically, uh, you know, the ability. That's one of the easier things to deal with is, is hypertension. I mean, quite honestly, it's, it's so easy. I, I really just pass it off to my graduates now. I don't um, really treat folks uh, with that because it's so easy to, to deal with. Um, so I think getting into getting in with a good holistic nutritionist uh, would be ideal. And uh, anybody can contact the school. We're happy to refer to our graduates uh, for things like that. Uh, we also have a new course that we've put out, a do-it-yourself course. Um, and uh, we're going to put the link in the show notes. It's called The Art of Cellular Healing. And it was inspired by the folks who've been genetically modified and, and people who are dealing with long COVID. But it applies to everyone. Uh, because if you follow the um, stages that we have in there, stage one, rejuvenation, getting your energy production up, stage th uh, two, detoxification, stage three, regeneration, where we get into fasting, uh, like we're talking about today, you really get the understanding of very quick, um, rapid understanding of what needs to happen for you to get control of your health and control of your freedom again. Right. And whether you're listening to this on talk radio, friends, or you're listening to this on podcast after the fact here, uh, they're both viable uh, sources uh, to listen. Uh, you can follow the notes along here on the broadcast. If you go to the menu navigation bar back at AmericaOutloud.com under shows. Uh, and go down to taking back control of your life. Now, it is part of my daily broadcast, The Voice of the Nation, but we have it listed separately so you know how to find it easy, taking back control of your life, okay? Click there, and there's an accordion style. It's very, very cool. All the weeks, you go back to week one, and all the podcasts are listed below. You could not have a cooler mechanism here to get all this viable information. Listen to the whole series after the fact or whatever you want to do, and we'll put all the stuff there, and all of the show notes are there, the links, and everything you need. Whatever it is, it's all there in the notes. So that's how you follow along. Uh, just look it up there. Uh, easy. Uh, this next one's from Margaret. Is there something the vaxxed can do to get spike proteins out of their body? We might have asked her a question up front of the program, actually, Margaret. Mm -hmm. uh, but as a follow-up, uh, a lot of what we talked about today would do that, Henry, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. What, we, what we've been focusing on is using um, proteolytic enzymes like uh, serapeptase. Um, away from food to help break down spike protein, right? And that's that's an important uh, stage of the whole process. But then getting it out of the cell, in order to get it out of the cell, you're going to have to get into autophagocytosis, and that's where fasting comes in. 
Okay, and we can say that fast three times for an autophagocytosis, autophagocytosis, autophagocytosis. <laughs> How do you like that? Got that down. All right, so, all right, so there you go. That a lot of today was actually dedicated toward that uh, question there. I think in some ways mm-hmm. here. Uh, this next one, uh, you may know this, I don't know, uh, from um, uh, Fogger, and uh, how can I overcome MECFS I have had for 27 years? Um, I, don't, I, I don't know what MC, M, what was it? M-E-M-E slash C-F-S. M-E, let's look it up real quick, C-F-S. It sounds like a chronic fatigue syndrome, but I don't know what the M-E is. Okay. With it, uh, so oh, that could look, be CFS, yeah. Myalgic encephalomyelitis, chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh, there you go. Okay. There you go. So, so myalgic uh, says that there's going to be muscle aches. Encephalomyelitis is going to say that there's inflammation of the meninges around the brain, which is going to be brain fog, and then chronic fatigue syndrome. So, how do you overcome that? Um, I'm going to tell you. I would if. I, what I would do is I would immediately jump into the, that new course, the Art of Cellular Healing, and start what we're teaching in there, uh, start establishing a base. And then I, as I'm doing that, I would start working with um, a certified holistic nutritionist, somebody that I've trained, uh, because we those are imminently treatable if we start on this path of getting the body right, of getting the delayed food allergens out, getting the mitochondria producing energy, making sure we're putting in organic foods into the body, um, getting a lot of good nutrients. And then what that does is it sets up for uh, detoxification. And then what that sets up for is going to be fasting. And then what we end up doing, Malcolm, is we start repeating those cycles over again, where we go um, detoxification, fasting, detoxification, fasting, detoxification, fasting. And what happens over the long haul doing that is if the um, if the chronic fatigue syndrome is due to prolonged infection, we get that out. The infection's out of the body so the cell can can regenerate. If the, if the issue is environmental pollution that's accumulated, we get that environmental pollution out. Truth be told, Malcolm, it's a little bit of both in these situations. So the, this diagnosis would be uh, probably a collection of environmental pollutions, heavy metals, um, toxic solvents. It would depend on the, the person's health history, but also um, uh, accumulation of infections in the cell structure as well. Right. So it's, it's, this is the same process. It works for all of these diseases. Okay. Boy, that's great. I hope that helps you, my friend out there. And uh, let me get this one in from Terry. Uh, she says, hello, this is a great series. I have learned so much valuable information. Thank you for doing this. I heard Dr. Ely say we need to go outside and get sunshine to activate vitamin D, even when supplementing. What do we do in winter when you live in an area where it's too cold to go out and mm. expose through uh, enough skin to stimulate vitamin D. Are there any mm-hmm. indoor sun lamps, potentially, she's asking, that stimulate mm-hmm. vitamin D production? I've seen uh, Sperti lamps, S-P-E-R-T-I, mm-hmm. advertised, but not sure if that would work. Uh, what do you say to Terry? You know, I think she's, it's a great question, number one. Thanks for asking it. And and number two, yes, you you, you get in what are called full-spectrum light bulbs, so one of the things we advocate everyone to put in their household anyway, all season, all year round, are full spectrum light bulbs. That's what you're looking for. Now, there may be special setups like she had alluded to with that product. Um, there are special, like I know when I was living up in the Pacific Northwest, there are um, 
uh, activators like light activators you can purchase. I forget what the name of the one I was using for a little bit was, but it's the idea is that you're getting the stimulation of full spectrum UV lighting on your skin to help activate uh, the vitamin D that's uh, that you've been taking supplementally. Okay, fantastic. All right. Okay, my friends. So we, we, we've got the fashion. Let's give a final word, Dr. Dr. H for, um, uh, we're in week seven here, the art of fasting mm-hmm. in, next week. It's fine tuning and essential, uh, natural therapies. We'll be talking about, um, and then we've got this other follow-up, uh, that, uh, we're going to be doing you and I as well that I think we talked about last week. Oh, and the detox business, right? The detox, mm-hmm. right. Yep. I'm yep. going to be trying some of that myself, I think. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to get you set up to, to do a cleanse, uh, get a couple of weeks in of some additional accelerated advanced pooping, okay. <laughs> you know, out of your body and making, making you feel really good. But I think the final word here, Malcolm is, is when you look at the collection of what we've already put together, episodes one through now seven, what we're showing is that pathway. Like these are the steps you take and that they're imminently doable. In most cases, they save you money long-term, um, but what what we end up doing is we set a lifestyle together. Like this is what we're talking about is you get in control of your lifestyle and stop outsourcing the responsibility, your responsibility for taking care of your body to an industry, the pharmaceutical industry that only cares about profiting from your your really your demise. they've They've announced themselves. what we're what we're showing you is the exit door to that nonsense. And when you follow this process, you don't need them now. And if an emergency comes up, sure, that they, they do a great job in that, um, in that style of medicine. But outside of that, they do not have a successful track record. And that's not to say there aren't great practitioners, great doctors, and people who really are knowledgeable and care and do help. What I'm saying is when you look at the preponderance of evidence, it suggests for us that, yes, we have to get back to basics, the basics of making sure we are doing those five things, purifying, we are making sure we are moving our bodies every day, that we're being hungry, that we're nourishing our body every day and what that really means. And then last, giving ourselves that rest. Now, I just spoke at a conference in Sedona, uh, did a presentation uh, right after the great Peter McCullough um, to, on uh, how to heal the hurt, talking about fasting, autophagocytosis and DNA repair. We're going to make that available to everyone for free. Yeah. Good. All right. And then um, and and our hope is that if you are somebody that is suffering and you are looking for answers and help, we are we have the uh, art of cellular healing put together. We're working on a partnership with Graith Care so that folks can start working directly with my um, graduates. And one of the things that we are going to do starting November 1st, Malcolm, is we're going to have a weekly um, online uh, Q&A clinic for the people who are injured by the shots and have long COVID. Uh, that's going to be Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific, and we'll have more on that next week. Okay. All right. Oh, there it is. There's a lot to uh, to, to chew on, friends. Uh, only when you're not fasting, that is. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'll give you a lot in the, in the play here. I thank you for joining me here on The Voice of a Nation. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. America.